0: Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including seeds. Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome back, Podcast World. I'm your host, my friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 641 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about cutting clones. We'll cut a few clones, we'll talk about adjusting those clones to their new environment, then we'll wrap it all up by potting those clones into small containers. Before we get there, let's do a few shout outs to a few members of the 710 Club. Of course, the 710 Club, are those fine folks who support us on Patreon at the $7.10 a month level or higher. So with no further ado, let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to Paul F. and Grant M. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Chris J. and Canna Organic Illinois. Let's send a big thank you shout out to my friend Ivan Munoz. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Blackbird76 and Spark13. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Tree em Up and DZ from Detroit. Let's send a big fist bump to Brennan Grows and Grow Man Stan. And then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you, shout out to Red Eyed Optimist. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. And of course I did include a link in the show notes and the video description to make it super easy for all of my friends. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to start off by thanking everybody for the feedback from the last episode. The last episode was a uh, very hands-on visual episode. It was the first time I pulled plants out of the garden. Uh, We cut some plants up, we defoliated, we gloved up and got to business, and I got a lot of great feedback. Thank you for all of the feedback. If it was positive, if it was negative, thank you. I do appreciate it. Uh, Look forward to sending me more feedback, more criticism on this episode because we are going to bust out plants again. And do some more work um so i did say this was a cloning episode i did say we're going to bust out plants and get to work Uh, i'm going to quit rambling and not waste too much time in this intro i'm going to fade out the music fade out the video and when i get back we're going to cut a tray of clones all right welcome back podcast world here we are we have turned the studio into an official clone cutting station Let's talk a little bit about the supplies we've got. Then we'll talk about cutting clones. I know some of this is going to be a recap from a previous episode, but I don't want to tell people watch the old episode, then catch up to do a cloning episode. We're going to include it all in one big show here. So we're going to talk about some of the supplies we're going to use, uh, talk about some of the methods we're going to do. I think I talk about this on a lot of grow lessons. I always start off with gloves, I'm putting on some black nitrile gloves. I always prefer a six millimeter or thicker nitrile glove. That is industry standard. That is approved by the Department of Agriculture. Keep yourself safe for a lot of reasons. We will be using the purple Clonex gel. I don't want to get that on my skin. There is a pesticide involved here. I do not want to get on my skin. Also, uh, if my eye itches, if I get a bug, if the phone rings, I don't want to stick my dirty finger in my eye. I don't want to stick my dirty finger in my nose. I don't want to scratch my face with these. Uh, contaminated hands. I can just pull off these gloves. Get back to business. Everything will be cool. Uh, before I go too far, let me apologize if I wander off mic. I don't have headsets or earbuds or anything going on today. I felt like Bert Kreischer when I said headsets. I know that's not what that's called. That was weird. Uh, I don't have headphones or earbuds in, so I can't monitor myself. I can see the sound on the uh, the screen. There's a little graph that shows me it's happening. I'm going to do my best to stay on the screen. I also have a monitor here that will keep me distracted and some notes. Uh, But I'm going to try to focus on the camera and stay on the microphone. Thank you for joining me for a grow lesson. First thing we do is glove up. I always glove up. We've gotten that far. Now let's talk about some of the other supplies we've got here. Uh, Today we're going to cut our clones into a basic clone dome and clone plug tray sort of method. We're not going to focus on the uh, easy cloner method today. I may do that in a future episode. I've been working on this type of clones lately. Uh, These are great because if I want to send these clones uh, to a different location, it's easy to get them there. Uh, these are shareable if I do it in the easy Cloner, sometimes it's a pain in the ass to share them. Anyway, uh, what I've got here is a basic dome. This is a dome. You can get this at your regular hydro shop, your gross store, wherever you go to get gross supplies. I've got a tray here. Uh, and then inside this tray is an insert that holds the plugs inside of these plugs or inside of the insert are these plugs. Uh, this is actually a rapid router brand. I think I purchased today. Uh, most of them are basically the same. There are several of them. I can't think of the other names because they've always got Rapid Router at my local shop. That's what I've learned to use. Uh, they're pretty close to the same. This method will work with all of the brands. Use what's there. Uh, I bought, this is basically one kit. This tray insert and the plugs is already put together for me. Now that I've got the tray and the insert, all I have to do is buy a bag of plugs. Next time they sell, uh, this holds 50. They sell a thing of 50 plugs. You just refill it for next time. Super easy. Uh, I think it's cost effective for what I'm doing, uh, especially now that I only have to buy the plugs. Um, Between clonings, if you do repeat, use this, clean the shit out of everything, please. uh, Scrub it down real good. Use some bleach, use some Fizan, something like that. Then rinse all of that off so you don't contaminate the plants with your cleaner. Uh, Then you can reuse, recycle this. I'm going to toss the box for the gloves on my uh, junk table over here just to get it out of the way because this table is quite cluttered. It's always nice to keep a clean grow space. I try, but you can see all the things we've got going on here. So this is the basic startup. i have got the the clone dome, clone tray, clone plugs. That's affordable. That's where we get started. The uh, next thing I like to talk about, what are we going to talk about? Um, A water receptacle. I like to have something to put some water in. We're going to need to moisten these clone plugs. They're kind of dry right now. They came out of the bag kind of wet. I want to put my own nutrients in there. I'm going to adjust the pH and I want to moisten them myself. So I usually start with a water receptacle. Uh, this is probably just under a gallon of water. This is more than enough to soak up these plugs. Uh, I like to use the CloneX cloning solution. This is the yellow stuff I always talk about. I like to use the CloneX dipping solution. This is the purple stuff I talk about. I know I won't need pH up because of my environment, my water, where I am. I've done this enough times. I know I don't need pH pH up. My water starts pH too high, so I brought along a bottle of pH down so we can adjust our pH once we get this solution mixed. Also, how am I going to know how much solution is in there, uh, in this water, and how will I know what the pH is? I brought my trusty Blue Lab pH pens. Um, I should say right now, none of these companies, none of this stuff was sponsored, gifted to me. I paid for everything here. I pay for my stuff just like a normal uh, normal grower, normal customer. Nobody paid me to say that I use these products. These are what I use in my personal grow, in my commercial grow. These are products I've been using for, it feels like, 100 years. I know how they work. They're reliable. Uh, I've got good recipes, good standard operating procedures, uh, that revolve around these products. So disclaimer, nobody paid me to say that I've already poured a little bit of the purple stuff into this little container here because, uh, it takes a long time to pour and it's quite sloppy. So we got our purple shit here. Um, I've got some rubbing alcohol at the table. Why do I have rubbing alcohol? Because I cleaned my scissors. These are the same dull shit ass scissors from the last episode. I didn't get another pair for the show. Uh, I've got the good scissors and the grow. But I did clean these. Uh, I recommend you clean your scissors before we cut clones. Just simply grab a paper towel or maybe a real rag if you don't want to waste a paper towel. This is what I had available at the time. I just fold it up, squirt some alcohol in there. I'm not going to waste the alcohol. It's not free. Uh, I waste a paper towel, but we'll use this. And then I just basically just clean the scissors, bro. And just clean them up. Make sure that they're clean. Wearing gloves. we got clean scissors. I'm going to try not to contaminate anything in the grow. Uh, I'll try to stay on the mic. I noticed I just did that. All right. Um... It's going to be one of those shows where occasionally I will have to adjust the microphone tension, but we're going to be all right. We've talked about the supplies. We've talked about gloves, the, the tray, um, the water, pH pen, clone gel, scissors. Um, I think it's basically time to uh, start doing the procedure and just get right down to business. I can talk a lot. So let's just uh, do some action here. The first thing I would do, I think, yeah, I know. The first thing we want to do is put some nutrients in our water. This is just tap water. This just came from the sink. Just got a pitcher of water here. I like to get my EC of my water to approximately 1.0. So 1.1 is fine. 0.9 is cool. I like to get to 1.0. So we got a receptacle with water here. Use whatever is comfortable for you. If you use a bucket, I got some buckets here. We'll talk about those in a moment. Um, Whatever you use, that's cool. This is probably enough water for me. This is going to be more than enough. I'm going to soak the plugs and we'll run that off. But I'm going to I did not bring a little measuring cup up here. I did uh, slack on one thing. I don't have a measuring device. I've got a trusty measuring device. I'm going to use the lid of my Clonex container. I know that it takes approximately one lid to make this 1.0. Uh, if this is the, the container I normally use is a little bigger, this should work out. Anyway, I'm going to get the EC of this to 1.0, which means I'm going to add nutrients until the EC reads 1.0. I'm just gonna throw some in here. We'll measure it and see if we need to go up or down. If I go too high, what do we do? We add more water. If I go too low, we add more nutrients. So let's just add some, and then we'll go from there. About a capful, full. And then just plop it in there. And kind of clean this off with my paper towel. Set that aside. That should be enough. Then I'm going to bust out my EC pen, turn it on, give it a swish in there. Let that kind of, let it get in there, you know. It's moving. It's adjusting. It's taking a second. That was too much. Uh, I don't have more water to add. So we're just going to say that I did it right. So normally we just scoop some water into there. Uh, It's at 1.2. I want it to be at 1.1. It's a little bit too much, but I left some room so I could add water if I had a device to add water. We're just going to say I did. This is at 1.1 now, okay? Through the magic of science and TV, uh, this is at 1.1 right where I want it. Now we need to adjust the pH. I'm just going to wipe this off set this over here on the table of stuff I don't need anymore. You'll see the table will become more organized as we go. Now it is time to adjust the pH. Make sure you've got a pH pen that has been calibrated recently. I just recently calibrated this. I know it's reliable. Take off the little cap. Also keep it uh, sealed. Keep it in the cap in there. Keep some moisture in there. This one got my fingers wet when I open it. I know that's a good thing. The rule of thumb with a pH pen, you guys, if it dries, it dies. Then the grower cries. Keep that shit wet. Don't let it get too dry. All right. Dip this in here. I could see that it says it is 7. It's kind of bouncing between. All right, 7.2. It stopped at 7.2. I got my check mark. We know we're at 7.2. I know that it takes about two or three drops of this to get it down to where I want it. I want it right about 6.4, maybe 6.2 at the lowest. Somewhere between 6.2 and 6.4 for these clones is going to be great. You can go a little lower. Some people like to go lower. I think 6.2, 6.4 is going to be ideal for this. I did not bring that receptacle. Uh, this pH down stinks. It just hit me right in the face. Don't go sniffing that shit. Uh, I'm just going to pour it a little bit into here, and then we're going to put a couple of drops into the container, and we'll adjust as necessary. Oh, I dribbled some on the table. So I just put it in here, and then we're just going to go dropity drop. Now, the funny part about pH down is – I'm going to wipe this off my fingers before I touch anything else. The funny part about pH down is uh, you put two drops in – and the pH doesn't do anything. You put that third drop in and it drops way too low. So go slow. I did. Nope. It's coming up. It's coming right up. I'm going to give it a stir a little bit. If I'm patient. Yeah. That says 6.1. It says 6.1 on there. I want it to be a little bit higher for the sake of the video. I'm going to say that that's right where I want it. Cause I don't want to keep playing with it. Um, if I add more, it's going to be too low. We're going to have to get more water and keep playing with it. Uh, I would normally have a smaller device that I could put smaller drops in and measure with. Uh, That's the thing I missed. I'm always going to forget one thing. And if the thing I forgot today was a small measuring cup, we're legit. So uh, we're going to say that this is at 6.3 just for the uh, sake of science and for the sake of this video. This is now uh, EC'd at 1.1 and PH'd at 6.3. How's that? We're just going to go with that for the sake of the video. Then uh, this, I've got a little bucket down here. I'm just going to just drop this right into this bucket. It's going to be my uh, my waste bucket in a moment here. So once again, we're going to get rid of the stuff we don't need. Clean up my workspace. I don't want that pH down on my clothes or myself or anything. Toss that in a little waste bucket. All right. So this is now at, what did I say? 1.1 and 6.3. The EC is 1.1. My pH is 6.3. That's ideal. It's going to work beautifully. Now we want to saturate our clone plug. I'm gonna move the clone tray over here. I've got a computer over here, so I really don't wanna get that wet. And we'll talk about these buckets in a moment. So real simply, I just take the pitcher, I'm gonna move the mic out of the way as I do it, uh, and I'm just gonna pour water over all of these plugs. You may have noticed that when i looked away from the lights in the camera i was completely blinded for a moment that was pretty funny to me i was pouring water just wherever it landed for a couple of seconds until my eyes adjusted um so i've mostly wet up all these plugs they all look darker than they were which indicates to me that they're wet they start off kind of a light brown color now they're basically dark brown or black uh they're wet but i've got all this extra nutriented water i'm just gonna pour it right into the tray and just let it land wherever it lands now i know that this tray is wet it is saturated I'm going to let that soak around. I'm going to set this down. Then honestly, I just kind of move that water around in there. I want to soak these plugs real well. Just move it around in there. Just getting it's the bottom of the plugs will touch that water and it will just absorb right into all of them. I want them soaked. Uh, I do want them soaked. Now they're going to dry out over time, but right now I want them really wet. So I feel like they're saturated. It looks like I'm crazy now. I'm just moving the water. I could watch the water come up to this edge. Once it gets high up there, I stop. Move it up to this edge. Once it gets high up to this side, I stop. Now I know that these ends are done. Just tip it this way and do the same thing. Now that I know the clones on this side are wet, then tip it toward me. I know the plugs on this side are wet. I made a little mess over here. Just trying not to get water on my clothes where it looks like I peed myself because the internet is fucking brutal. All right, so these are saturated. These are plenty wet. I'm just getting this one edge. Now I've got a bucket down here on the floor that I'm using for waste and wastewater. I'm honestly going to tip it And I'm going to use the corner of this tray just to pour the water out, just like a little spout. I'm going to pour probably 99% of the water off of here until it stops running out. So give me a second to dump off water. I'll start talking right after I get done. All right, for the sake of video, we're going to say this tray on the bottom is mostly dry. Now these plugs have been saturated in a solution, uh, that is an EC of 1.1 and a pH of 6.3. This is an ideal environment for these little baby plants that we're going to put in here. All right. Now what is next? We've got this shit wetted up. We drained the excess water. Oh, Uh, you can drain that water. If you've got some small plants that are rooting or a big plant that needs a drink or something, you can always use that water on something. That Clonex that I just poured out of there will be great for plants. It's pH. It's got fucking good nutrients in there. You can use that. I just don't have a plant right here to pour it into. I just simply went for the waste bucket. You can use it. Don't waste it if you don't need to. All right. Where do we go from here? Let's uh, start fucking making some clones. We've got our Clonex purple gel. I just simply poured some Clonex into the smaller container. Uh, you don't need that much. Don't waste it. This stuff is not cheap. Also, it'll dye your skin purple. If you get that on your fingers, your fingers, fingers will be purple all day. So I went and took a few cuts off of a few plants. Uh, just a few random cuts that looked like they were ready to go. I'll set these right here. Um, I'm following my own notes so I don't mess anything up. These, everything's ready. Let's do it right. Clip them, dip them. All right, here we go. So this one looks good. This is a good spot to start. Uh, I cut my clones into water with. There's nothing in there. There's not even any pH or nutrients in there. Sometimes I'll put a little stuff in there. This time I just had a cup of water. Look how long they survived. They lasted the whole time I set up this podcast gear. Uh, I gathered all this equipment. I did a lot of stuff, and they're just still turgid, chilling. So if you have a good, solid, strong, healthy mother plant, your your clones should last in a cup for a few minutes. I've seen clones allegedly come in the mail. Uh, they'll, they'll last a while if you got good, healthy cuts. So. I've selected a cut. I've taken a cut off of a plant. Um, You can see that this plant was taken. I'm trying to get it on camera. Let's move the mic. Show it up against my shirt, maybe. And we'll just zoom in. So this plant right here was another node. And right here was another node. And I just cut off nodes and used them as clones, basically. New nodes that were growing out. So I've got this little piece of a clone, right? A little piece of a plant. I would take off this and this and this then I'd give it a little look. Um, I would even take off this. This plant's kind of rigid. It's got some strength to it. So I've got this part here, right? Then I would take my scissors and I would give it just a little haircut. I'm trying to keep it. I'll just cut right onto the table. Cut that off. Cut that off. We'll take that off and that and that and that. Now you see we've got this little plant with just, its hair isn't super long. Where the leaf... Oh, shit, I'm going to spill stuff. The leaf goes out and then it starts to go narrow at its widest point is where I cut it off, right? It starts right as it starts to narrow. And that just gives me less leaf to work with. What I've got here is enough plant for this plant to survive, but not enough leaf to make this plant struggle because I just took this plant from its life support system. There used to be roots down here, keeping it alive. Now there's nothing to keep it alive, but what it can absorb from the environment. So I've got enough leaf here that it can absorb moisture. It can transpirate, uh, transpire and respirate. Uh, but it's not going to stress the plant. There's not so much foliage to try to keep alive. There's a balance to find there. This I think is a great balance. This is a great spot. I left this little part here because there's lots of hormones down there that'll encourage growth. I clipped these ends off to where we don't have a lot to work with. Also, you can fit more clones in a dome. They won't be overlapping and touching if you don't have as much leaf going on there. So we've done that part. Now I like to cut, uh, I think there's a 45 degree angle, right? You know, 180, 90. It's a 45 degree angle. We're going right here. These scissors could be more sharp, but at the base of this, I'll cut a 45 degree angle. Shebing, that's 45 degrees, right? Now, what happens when I do dip this into my clone solution, I've got a lot of surface area that can make a root, a lot of surface area to absorb clone gel. The next thing I would do is very, very gently just kind of take off a little layer, just a light peeling of the outside skin of this plant very lightly. You can see I made this little string right here, maybe a little celery string. What I'm doing is I'm opening up this plant to where we can give it an opportunity to make roots more easily. Um, The inside part is where the roots are going to grow from. And I took the skin off. I was trying to find a human analogy, but it felt disgusting in my mind when I talked about skinning a person. So we have cut it from the plant. We have cleaned off the excess leaves down here. We took off the excessive leaves up top because we simply do not need that part. We've cut at a 45 degree angle so we can get a lot of clone gel and a lot of rooting space. We gave it a couple little swipes with the blade just to loosen up the skin on the bottom there. Now, here is a part that is not uh, required, but it is something I like to do in a commercial environment as an extra step for an extra uh, sense of security. This just ensures me one more step to not get problems. In this bucket, I would mix up a pesticide solution. What solution would depend on what problems I'm likely to encounter in this grow? Do I have powdery mildew in the grow? If so, I would put probably, uh, zero tall or hydrogen peroxide in here. If I had a bug issue, I would put a pesticide aimed at that bug. If I knew there were an issue with that bug in this facility, uh, let's just say that there is a pest issue. I would probably put either, I, uh, let's just say, uh, evergreen or smite in this bucket mixed up. And then, um, so there's evergreen or smite in this one. There's not really. So we're just saying allegedly, hypothetically, there's something in here, whichever pesticide to solve your problem would be in here then this bucket would just be clean water. There's nothing in this one. So what I would do, I would take my little cut. I would just dip it in my pesticide solution. And then I would kind of not vigorously, not angrily, but I mean, you see how I'm dipping it and that's going to knock off bugs and bug eggs. They're just going to flop right out of there. They're not even going to want to stick on there. If you got powdery mildew, you'll see that shit gather up in the water here. But I don't want to leave that pesticide on this little baby clone. I want this clone to breathe, to live, to have a strong, successful future. I feel like most of what I need just happened when I dunked it. Like the bugs went, oh, fuck, you just dunked me in pesticide, bro. They're not going to like that. Then I'm going to take this cut and just rinse it off in water. Just nice and clean, rinse it off in water. Give it a little swish. I Just want to make sure there's no pesticides on there. Some pesticides are very phytotoxic, uh, which means the light will cause a reaction with the pesticide and that will burn your plant. Also, some plants, uh, the pesticides will just clog up your plant. The stoma won't be able to breathe. The plant can't do its functions. That'll slow down success rates. So we've cleaned up this plant. It looks nice and healthy. It's been uh, clipped. It's been pesticided. Now it is time to dip it. I get my purple clonex gel. I take my cut clone and I dip it right into the purple shit and just roll it around in there. It'll gather the stuff. It's gel. So it's going to stick right onto there. I put I guess that's just over an inch, maybe an inch worth of gel on there. Then I get my clone plug and I usually don't pull the plug out of the tray, but I just wanna show you how I do this. There's a hole in this plug, just right in the middle of it. I basically just stick it right on in there and I go until I feel it in there pretty good. This one is nice and firm. That's in there. That is perfect. So I went about that far. I'm gonna say I went an inch into that clone plug. You do not wanna push the clone out of the bottom of the plug. That is not a good thing. That part of the clone will rot. That won't be successful that'll lead to problems in the entire clone dome. If you do come out of the bottom of the plug, it's not a bad thing. Just pull it right back on out. You could fix it. Just back out a little bit and then you know you're, you're fucking safe. Don't press too hard. Don't break the clones when you press them in there. You'll feel the clone plug kind of grab it. This one is in there super firm, super nice. This is going to be a beautiful clone in my opinion. So I would just fill up this whole tray. Something I want to mention right now, I'm not going to cut 50 clones because this is Colorado. I cannot have 50 clones. That would be asking for a lot of trouble. I also don't need 50 clones, Um, but I did moisten all 50 of the clone plugs in here. You could see that all of the plugs are in here. They're all wet. I may waste a bunch of these plugs. They're affordable. They're not super expensive, but I think it's beneficial to have them in here because they contribute to the moisture and humidity level in this dome. They will keep this dome where I want it over time, when I put a light above it and start building humidity, all the moisture from these plugs will help without that. They'll dry out. It won't be moist enough. That's my experience. My opinion, use all of the plugs, even if you're only going to cut five or six clones. So I'm going to cut a couple of more clones. I might not, uh, talk too much. I'm going to let myself get into the zone and just cut a couple of these clones and show you how I would do it If I had my earbuds in and I wasn't teaching people, I'm just gonna lock in and do it. So here we go, visually follow along. It shouldn't take too long to cut two of these. I cut two clones really quickly, I kind of showed you how I would do it super quickly in a commercial environment, Uh, strip them off real quick, fold up the haircut, give it a clip, pesticide, rinse, dip, stick. That's all you got to do. One important thing I did not bring up uh, is label these bad bitches. Were each of those clones different cuts or are these all the same cuts in this tray? doesn't matter to me because these are all just for uh, video purposes, but you can see we've got three good cuts here. Happened pretty quickly. I hope you can watch the video and learn how I did that basically clip them clean them up pesticide rinse them dip them stick them the pesticide is not required if you don't want to do that if you want to skip that it's basically clip them dip them and stick them then after that you've got a bunch of cuts in a tray we've got to keep these alive let me make sure on my notes that i'm following along because i just kind of went off the notes i felt like i know what i was doing Uh, Yeah, we're doing it. So as you're cutting, if you're going to take a lot of cuts, you may want to put this dome over because over time they're going to start drooping and getting angry. They don't have a life support system. They don't have roots. So close the vents on the dome. I don't know if your dome's got a big opening in the middle or a couple small ones. This vent is to be fully closed at this time. Cover this up. Uh, maybe do a tray or a row in the tray and then cover it up and then open it up and do another row and then cover it up, but don't leave them uncovered for too long because these clones are weak. They do need their life support system. So at this point, uh, these clones are ready to go. We're going to put the dome over them and we're going to move these under lighting. This is the point where I say, set it and forget it. At this point, you don't need to touch these clones for maybe three to five days. I would start checking on them in three days. Uh, because I don't know your environment. I don't know what you've got going on. I don't know how moist you started these plugs, but start checking on them around day three. Pay attention to the plugs at the edge of the tray. Those are the clone plugs that are going to get dry the first because that air is moving into the edges here. You'll start seeing those starting to get lighter in color when they get lighter in color to where you could tell they are significantly drier than they started. It is time to mix up another pitcher of solution. You want to get that pitcher of water Uh, put your uh, clone juice in there to 1.0 pH that bad dog to 6.3. And then we want to re-moisten these plugs again. Let them sit in there for a moment. Let all that nutrient and water soak up into the plugs then simply drain that off. There's a couple ways to do it. You could do it the way I did it. When I picked up the whole thing and poured it, you can take the insert out and set it down on a clean surface, then pour out the tray, put the tray back in. However, you want to get that water out of there. That is great, but get the water out of there after you've refilled and re-moistened it. So that should be around day four or five is when the first time I generally need to remoisten. Then I'll just close it back up, leave it alone for a couple of days. Let all that moisture I put in there uh, gather up at the top. It'll all start. Once it's under the light, you'll see that moisture start gathering up here at the top of the dome. The dome will start getting condensation. It'll look real humid in there. The plants love it. So keep an eye on the plants. They've been uh, refilled one time. They've been uh, refreshed. Now, depending on the vigor and strength of these clones i start opening these domes around somewhere between days five and seven maybe a little bit later depending on your clones if they're looking good if they're standing up if they're not dying and shit open these domes open the vents a little bit if they're looking sad you might want to leave them closed for just a little bit longer and just give them a chance to kind of take hold and realize what they need to do so um, we would start opening these vents around, uh, five, seven, maybe a little bit later in some will benefit from going longer. Um, so I would start opening the vents just, just a little bit. I just did. Uh, so if they started off at noon, I just went to one o'clock and I would leave that open like day seven. I'd open it at one o'clock day eight. I'd open it up to about three o'clock, maybe and day four or, five, or day nine and 10 just start slowly opening these vents a little bit more and a little bit more every couple of days and swear by like day 10 or 12 they're just all the way open just all the way open then um around day what day did i write down cuz i want to make sure that i don't tell you anything wrong um we're going to start popping the dome off around day 8 or day 10 so around day 8 after cutting the clones or around day 10 after cutting the clones we're going to start popping this dome off and letting the clones breathe a short period of time we'll probably start off the first day with 10 or 15 minutes just keep an eye on them take that dome off set a timer for 10 minutes come back and look if your plants are standing up let them go five more if they're bent over and looking pissed off put that dome back on there and rescue those plants but pay attention tomorrow let's do the same thing let's pop the dome open for 10 to 15 minutes and pay attention to the plants Something I want to do every day now is increase the duration of time that this dome is off of these plants. So the first two or three days, I'll go 15 minutes. Maybe I may go like 10, 15, and then like 16 or 18 minutes and just push it just so they're getting a little bit more push every single day. Through this process, you may need to re-moisten the clones more frequently. We're giving them air. Their water's allowed to escape. We may need to do the thing where we re-moisten the plugs and drain that off. Make sure they're wet, but not soggy. They want it damp and wet, but not so wet that there's no oxygen left, nowhere for the roots to go. Uh, We don't want to drown the plants. So start off with about 15 minutes every day and see how they react. We're going to slowly increase that interval that they are open over time. Start with 15 minutes, two to three days, then maybe go 30 minutes for two to three days, then go 45 minutes for two to three days, then go an hour, Uh, then go two hours, then increase your time to four hours, and then increase that time to eight hours by like probably day 14, 15, maybe day 17, you've got those clones open all day and they're not showing you any problems. All you've gotta do is make sure that they stay moistened. So at that point, it is just about time to start potting those clones into their new containers. So through the magic of science, I'm going to magically grab some clones that are ready to be potted, and we will talk about potting some freshly rooted clones into containers. All right, podcast world. I am back with the magic of editing. We've got some rooted clones. I do realize that I skipped a couple of things. I did not talk about light placement when it comes to where to put that dome. Uh, After you've got the tray filled, you've got the dome on here. I would put it under a T5 light or maybe an LED light. Uh, I prefer the T5s. I put them kind of close. The LEDs, I keep them kind of further away. Uh, sometimes I just put it in the corner of the room where there's an HPS light going and just put it off to the peripheral. They don't need a lot of super intense light. We're not trying to grow the plants. We want them to root. Something I do recommend is 24 hours of light for the clones. That'll get them rooted. So keep them under 24 hours of light. Usually in your veg space, it's a good environment. That'll work out for you. Keep them in the veg room. Uh, if you've got 18.6 lighting, that will work, but the, I think they'll root more quickly under 18.6. All right. So I talked about that part. Now let's actually talk about potting these clones before we get to potting them uh let's talk about prepping most of the time i put my clones for my personal grow into red solo cups i know that's not very professional doesn't sound uh, very exotic um not impressive but guess what they're super affordable and they're expendable um sometimes i want to give a clone away to a friend i'm not worried about getting this cut back sometimes they don't make it sometimes i throw them away because i have too many Uh, these clones aren't stressful in a commercial environment. I would use a four inch or a six inch net pot for this step. Many of you are home growers, so we're going to show you how to do this method. Uh, these cups need some drainage. You don't want to go putting a pot, a plant into a cup or a pot without drainage. You'll get root rot. There'll be too much water in there. So I make my own holes. If I had a lot of these cups to do, I would honestly get a drill. And I would set these upside down and go through 10 or 12 cups at a time with a long drill bit. No need for that. Today, we're going to use scissors. We're going to make one snip and another snip on the other side. And in my opinion, those two big snips right there, that cut and that cut will be enough drainage for this size of a pot. Then, I use nutriented water. You can't see the nutrients in here. For the sake of this video, we will say that there is recharge, a little bit of base nutrients, and then it has been pHed to 6.4. And, uh, that's pretty much all you need to know. There's recharge and base newts in here. There's not really, that's why it's clear. Don't get mad at me for having clear recharge. I'm not going to waste product for a quick clone video. These clones won't be used. These are, um, these are being given to the podcast gods, if you will. But what I like to do is I would put, so this soil would go into, this is the cup I'm going to use. So we're just going to fill it up with dirt. I just got dirt all over my recording area, but that's how life goes. We know how to clean. Pack the dirt in there a little bit, then I would kind of moisten it because I don't want to put this clone in here and then water it. I want to moisten it first. So I'm going to pour some of my nutriented water in here. Let this water soak down a little bit. The soil's real dry, so a lot of it just splashed right out. We're going to get that water in there, get that, smoosh it down, pour a little more in there. Now, this is what I call pre-moistened soil. Now, at this point, I'm going to dig a little hole with my fingers and let some of this water drain out. Dig just a little hole with my fingers. The soil's real dry. Make a little hole. I'm just making a cavity with my fingers that's about the size of the clone plug. And then I'm just gonna rinse my fingers off like this because I want to use them. There we go. Then I'm gonna grab. Let's just pick a clone out of the of the dome here. We're gonna grab this first one. This is a this is dark hollow, and this is the roots on dark hollow. After 12 days, she's been in this dome for 12 days. She's ready to get potted. I started popping, the, uh, started popping the vents at day five or six, started popping the lid off the dome at day eight, and this is day 12, and I feel like this is ready to rock. You can see the roots here, uh, nice and vigorous, nice and healthy, big, thick, fat, white roots. Uh, I'm going to hold it up against my blue shirt. Maybe you can see that real nice. That's why I wore the blue. The last episode kind of threw you off. But there we go. So then I have got just dirt in a cup. I'm trying not to spill it by showing to you, but I got dirt in a cup and I basically dug just a little cavity, the size of that clone plug. And I'm just going to set it right in there. It just gently sat right in there. These roots aren't so long that I'm worried about them. If they were longer, I would do some maneuvering these and just plop it right on in there. I think that's legit. I'm going to kind of put some dirt over it. And then I'm going to use this other cup of dirt that I saved and just fill it right on top until the cup is filled with dirt. I want to leave a little bit of space so that I can water this in the future and right now also, but I'm basically going to fill it and then just kind of push it down. Not super hard. I'm packing it so that the water doesn't just run through it. I covered that plug and then I put uh, maybe a finger deep worth of soil on top of the plug. So it's in there a little bit. The plant's nice and supported. It's stable. It's sturdy. And that basically is all we need. That plant is in there. I'm gonna give it some water now just to set all that topsoil on. I can't see what I'm doing because the light is so bright that I'm partially blinded, to be 100% honest with you. But I'm going to water that bad bitch in there. And then the most important part, like we like to talk about, take my plant tag here. It says Dark Hollow. If you know about that Dark Hollow, there you go. Stick that right in there. And then that's my planted clone. That bad dog is ready to go. No stress, no worries. Just gently set her right on in there. And she will grow up to be a beautiful, happy, dark hollow plant. This one's actually going to be Uh, maybe a gift, maybe a donation to the landfill, maybe the compost bin, but there you go. That's basically how I do it. So we've got this cup here. It's got holes in it already. Uh, I'm going to pour some dirt in there, pour a little more, cause I know I don't have enough in there. I just bought cups of dirt because it's easier than moving the whole bags of dirt, moisten this bad bitch up, let that water soak through for a little bit. Dirt's real dry. So it's not retaining a lot of the water. That's all right. That only happens once or twice. It'll soak up. Then make a little finger impression. Just big enough for that clone plug to fit in there. And we'll grab a plug. This is LA Kush. Look at those beautiful roots on the LA Kush. Gently set that right on in there. Pour a little more dirt right on top of there to cover that hole. Kind of give it a shake. That'll make the dirt fall into place like a bag of cereal. It'll just settle right in. Press it down just a wee bit. I'm not putting pressure on here. Like, I'm just, just tapping that dirt into place. I'm not really pressing. I don't want to crush anything. Then pour some water on it. Again, I can't see what I'm doing because the mic's in my way and the lights are so bright that when I look down, I'm just fucking blind. But pour some water on it. Let that water settle. Move it to the front of the tray. Put your plant tag on it. Never forget to name, uh, label your plants. It's super important, especially since we got two different cuts here. we got the dark hollow and the L.A. kush. All right basically we have potted two cuts. I would just repeat that. You would have a tray of 50 repeat process. These at this point are ready to be put under a T5 light, a metal halide light, an led light. I don't want to make too many light recommendations because lights and lighting are changing so rapidly right now that I don't know what you've got. And I really don't want to fuck up your grow by making the wrong recommendation. If you've got an led, keep it a little bit higher. Those leds are powerful. Either turn down the led or raise it. If you've got a T5 light, you could put the T5 almost touching these plants and they won't be angry. Uh, As long as it's not too, too hot, you can get that T5 super close. An HPS or an uh, an HID light of any sort, uh, get that a little bit further away. Uh, If you're using the metal halide, the high-pressure sodium, you're going to want to get that a couple of feet away from these little baby plants until they adjust, acclimate, get used to being beat up with that many uh, umoles, jewels, lumens, whatever you want to measure. So I think basically we have cut clones Um, they're labeled, they're ready to go. Um, these are going to grow up to be beautiful, beautiful plants. They'll last in these cups for about two and a half weeks, maybe depending on, uh, what kind of light you got going on, what kind of system you got going on. I wouldn't leave them in there for more than two, two and a half weeks at the most. You're going to want to get them out there and get them into some bigger pots. Uh, but they're potted. They're safe. You have successfully cut clones. You have maintained those clones for their duration. Um, While they're in the dome, just make sure that they stay, the plugs stay moist and not over wet. Um, Open those vents slowly, introduce them to the environment, then harden them off slowly by taking that lid off for 15 minutes for two to three days, then 30 minutes for two to three days. Just pay attention to the plants. You can, I said that mine went much more quickly. Uh, My environment is dialed in. My mother plants were super healthy and I've just got the touch and the knack for doing this. I've done this a lot of times. Uh, Once you get good at it, you'll find places where you can save a day or two, cut a couple of corners. It's ideal to have your clones from the day you cut them into your cups. 14 days is generally the goal. This was 12 days. Uh, It's possible. You've seen what I can do in 12 days. Give yourself 14 to 20 days to get your first batch of clones ready to go. Uh, If they're taking longer than 21 days, they're probably rooting or rotting inside the dome. Uh, Something needs to be done. They're probably too wet, probably didn't get them enough humidity and too much moisture down low was probably the problem. But, uh, that's cloning in a nutshell. You guys, I sh- think I should probably wrap this up before, uh, I stretch it out too far. So thank you for checking out the cloning lesson. I'm going to do that thing where we end up back at the table and wrap up the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers and growers, clone cutters and pollen chuckers, all you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again for listening to another episode of the grow from your heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know I would love to hear from you. My email address is hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me some feedback. Let me know what you think of these visual episodes where I'm bringing plants out to the table, doing some work. Let me know what you think. I do love the feedback. I do love the criticism. Keep me on my toes. I do appreciate it. Also, if you feel like this episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you'd like to throw me a buck just because you learned something from this show, all you have to do is visit www.com Patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen, and I will be editing those tiers very soon. So jump on now before I edit those. If you've got any uh, more questions about the brand, about the podcast, about Rasta Jeff in general, everything Irie Genetics, everything grow from your heart is at Iriegenetics.com. Make sure you visit the website. On the website, you can find a grow help tab. You can find a newsletter tab. There's a lot of great stuff there. There are vendor links, lots of stuff at irigenetics.com. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for listening to this episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend BrainStrap. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.